0: Hello, and welcome to the Billowing Hilltop podcast. Thanks for sticking with us. We hope you enjoyed the final showdown with Zerkzog the Mind Flayer last time. We thought it went very well. Uh, Nigel, did you... Uh, oh, oh y- yes, yeah? yes, I thought it was good. Yes, well, I dramatic. thought you were very good. Oh, darling, how oh, very <laughs> well, kind of you to say Yes, so. oh, well, okay, anyway, don't forget to Uncle, rate and review us uh, if you get the opportunity on your the, podcast yeah. app of choice. <laughs> uh, you can email us at hello at BillowingHilltop.com. I, you I can th- find th- us on Facebook and th- Twitter. Th- now, there's th- plenty th- still th- for th- our heroes th- to discover. In the halls there of Zerkzog, so let's is, push on with episode 60 of the Billowing Hilltop podcast for those about to rock. Recently. Uh Right, good evening readers. Good, good evening. evening. Good, evening. Readers.
1: good evening. Take
0: your usual spots.
2: So, Mike, yes. Mike, football or, or d and well, Oh, at the moment, d d At the moment. Dan, mm-hmm. football or d d Dunno. Dunno. Bren, yeah. football
0: or d I'm having both. I yeah,
3: get, if you if you can only have one what? but you can't only have one
4: yeah, it's, it's just instruction like Paul.
0: what about i mean Paul, food or music
1: yeah i get yeah right. food 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 i think then you have to say food because otherwise you die
0: you could always hollow out a carrot and blow down yeah food <laughs>
3: food's not a good example but well, you know
0: what i mean <laughs> i music know you mean yeah, or yeah. television
1: you music. can live on a
3: trip. Or music. Musical television. Ooh, I'd Ooh, watch music
2: television. On my you television. can watch music on television,
1: anyway.
3: but you can only have one. Apparently,
2: yeah. yeah you're but... also annoying. You're not playing the game. No, you started it. You're yeah. just so annoying.
5: A color. You not can really. only have one
1: color.
5: I think it's a good game because
1: Alessandra.
0: What? Well, you're about to open a door. What do you want to do? Your hand is hovering over the handle to this ornate white door. Uh, do you want to do a recap? Anybody uh, want to do a recap? I'm going to ask questions. Who's going to? Who's going to answer my questions?
5: We'll just go around and turn. I'll answer the question, but. Okay, can Johnny, I just ready? point something Football out before we, forget, before we forget. Before we forget, that we should heal up before we carry on exploring. He's so right. Otherwise, we'll have That's the same 40, state we did last time when we got unlocked. two years of. Years. right there. Door.
0: Johnny, where are you currently?
5: In the giant room. It's a circular chamber, 70 yeah, foot that. across, uh, with a balcony.
0: And zooming out, where is that? Where are you in terms of your. That's adventure?
5: in a sewer complex okay and, and why uh, are you
2: here pass
0: because there was okay. a there
2: was a uh mind a flare. note from somebody whose name began with T. to larkin i think talking about meeting with the mind flare. and we've killed it and we've killed it
0: close enough yeah okay that'll do and that's what we Fine. found out with eligos that'll do for a recap you've dispatched hang on you're gonna do a recap of a recap There's a door in the Mind Flayers kind of main chamber, which you haven't opened yet. What do you want to do first? What do you want to do next? Alessandra Uh, is going to open the door. No! (laughs) Rest first. Shoot her. Sure, sure, sure. No, we're going to rest first. Okay. Yeah.
4: Nice long rest.
2: Nice long rest. Mmm, long rest.
4: Wanting to press that
0: long rest button. So you take a long rest. (whistles) That (whistles) is eight hours, am I right? (whistles) Am I right? (whistles) I'm that mad. takes you into sort of further into Thump Day, the twenty-fifth of Fumbulary. It was the early hours of the morning when you completed your battle against the Mindflayer. So let's say that takes you through to about breakfast time, about halfway through your long rest. Well,
2: I only need to take four hours because I have. An trance trance ability
1: well, good for you
0: there's a noise from through that door like something's been knocked over or something has slipped or the the door in the big the treasure, chamber the, to the treasure to the room. The
4: door in the giant room next to the pool
0: yes the door in the giant room next to the pool there is a sort of clatter that's a much better word there is a clatter within there about halfway through you're, you've rested for about four hours so we haven't taken a long rest well, I'm fully rested. It's up to you. You don't have to do anything. You can keep going. I'm fully rested. Go and investigate. I'm going to go and
2: investigate.
5: investigate. Let's just do the long rest. Yeah. I'm, I'm going to go and investigate.
0: I'm going to go and investigate. Wait
5: till we've done the long rest.
0: Who's in there? <laughs> come out. Is that what you're shouting?
5: Yes.
3: Come out. and Come out carefully with your hands up. <laughs> One false <laughs>
0: move and we'll pump you full of lead. <laughs>
5: um, hmm. So we're exploring without a long rest. Are we?
0: You do hear some movement from the other side of that door. It doesn't sound urgent. I'm going to open the door. In fact, if anything, it sounds hesitant.
5: I'm going to open the door.
0: Alessandra's going to open the door. Interact with an object. Is everybody happy that they are standing no, where they happy. are standing?
5: I, we, I've got hardly any hit points. I've you the... reveal...
0: Carefully. ...a semi-circular chamber that you're looking into one, only, obviously only one part of. And facing you on the other side of the door is one of these creatures. One of these purple-skinned creatures Yes. pointing a crossbow at you. It's one of the creatures that you fought in the caverns, these elfin, kind of delicately angular-featured, almost purple, dark, grey-skinned creatures. It's looking at you, and it's... Give me an insight check. It hasn't fired at you. Okay. Insight check, I get a 14. You don't know if you can pick up any kind of motivation, certainly nothing that you can kind of relate to. More, it seems to be basically burned out. It's sort of staring dumbly at you. Okay. Put the crossbow down and you can run away. No. You're not entirely sure that it looks like it knows what the crossbow is. It almost looks, feel. you get the sense that it's sort of pointing this thing at you because it feels like it, it looks scared. It looks very confused. I'll do that um, kind of like motion for it to lower the
2: crossbow down.
0: Uh, and I
2: just try and speak calmly to it, which is it's okay, it's okay.
0: Yeah, it, um. I'm not going to hurt you, it's so all right. It kind of stares blankly at you. Another one comes wandering out from round the side where you couldn't see. It turns mm. out there are three of these things. The one behind it nudges it and it and it, it does what? put the crossbow down. They look like they just they just look like they're completely gone. Their expressions are vacant. Obviously they, oh. clearly they can recognize that you're there. Mm-hmm. But it doesn't look like they know where they are or who they yeah. are or anything. They just stare blankly at you.
4: Yeah. Now the mind flare is dead. The mind flare oh, is maybe. dead. Oh, maybe. What's They've in been this room controlled by? The yeah, mind let me frayer, describe
1: the know. room to you. Why don't you beckon for them to come out and sit down?
2: Mhm. Well, I was actually going to see if there was any kind of, like, seats in there, so they could take a seat and relax in there, and possibly just shut the door.
4: <laughs> Chill out. Here, yeah, there's a fridge over there. Let get you
2: guys get finish feet.
0: your long rest.
2: Yeah.
0: <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. you could. These characters are not doing anything. Those of you who are halfway through a long rest, you've not been sufficiently disturbed to
1: negate your, your invested time. Yeah. You can keep going while Alessandra deals with these characters.
0: Yeah,
1: well... We can keep an eye on Alessandra and have our long rest.
0: Yes, of course you can. You can read, I think you can read, you can study, you can do all sorts while you're having a long rest. Right, the right. main point is that you don't involve yourselves in kind of exertion. I think any kind of combat or anything that involves a skill check or anything like that might, might derail things. There's a desk, there's a couple of bookshelves, there's a chest. Mm-hmm. That is about it. Are there kind of chairs in there? Is it just one chair or are they yeah, more? Yeah, there's a chair at the desk and you, that looks a little displaced. Perhaps the clatter you heard was something falling asleep that was trying not to fall asleep and kind of slipping over or something. Okay, I think they what I really want. to in the room. They're still just looking at you. Like they don't know what. What I want to
2: do is just get them to kind of sit down, and relax. Can I pick up the crossbow? Yeah, he just, doesn't do it. Uh, he, he doesn't
0: do anything. He sort of watches you do it, but he doesn't. Are we allowed to do things without? Everybody who is still in the middle of their long rest yeah. must continue to rest. You can't search. You can't make skill checks. You can't involve yourselves right, in combat. Okay. You can't That's prepare already actions. That. Yeah, I thought so. Good. The rest of you are all sitting there. You yeah. can observe what Alessandra is doing. We can offer comments, yeah, yeah, yeah of course. We can critique. <laughs> go for
2: it. Yeah, I'm sure you. I'm sure you will. But I don't think I can stop that. I'll say, do you understand me in Elvish? It doesn't understand you. I say, do you understand me in, in Common? No, the there's no. Probably. There's no spark of recognition at all.
5: Can everybody speak Undercommon? Uh, nope.
2: I will kind of turn around to the other guys and go, they don't, they don't understand me. But there's three of them in here and they're They look all burnt out. And they look. Basically, like husks of their former self. I'll beckon to them to come out into the giant room. Yes. And I'll be, I'll be like, come on, come, come this way. Uh, give me Sit a not you, hurt you food. I'll kind of do hand, um, kind of sign like, as like, do you want some food? Kind of like to eat. Do you want something to drink? Yeah. You want, so you're sort of you you using sign, sign language. Sign language, for, you know, for eating, drinking, sleeping. Yeah. Gotcha. E- everything's cool. We're not going to hurt you.
0: Let's have a think about this. Can you give me a there isn't a sort of communication check, is there? No. Just give me a straightforward charisma check. Ooh, charisma, straightforward it's a persuasion charisma check. check. Persuasion is when somebody understands you and you're trying to make them do something that they wouldn't necessarily want to do. Whereas in this instance, it's more about how well can you communicate. You could make an argument for any of these things, Paul. If you make a decent argument for it, you can use the right ability.
2: Can I use my ring of protection bonuses? <laughs>
0: okay, the ceiling falls in. Sigh. <laughs> <laughs>
2: I will use my intelligence. straight intelligence check.
0: Yeah, make a straight intelligence check. 19. Okay, well, you communicate very ably, but it's too blitzed, fritzed, brain-burned to understand you. Okay. I think, to be fair, I should roll for the other two. Number two. Oh. Okay. Well, I'm saying I've rolled a 15 and a 12, so I'm saying that one of them understands you, mm-hmm. and that one can kind of pull the other two along with it. Yep. And they emerge, if you step back, out into this big chamber, sort of blinking in the weird greenish light, looking no happier. Now they're just standing in the big room rather than the small room, looking like they don't know what they're doing. Excellent.
2: Well, in which case, I'm then going to go back into the study, Yeah. while the other guys, you know, have got four hours to kill. I'm going to do a, a search of the study.
0: Okay. Let me tell you what you find. First of all, the chest is locked. Okay. The bookshelves seem to be full of history books, books about Evenstar, some stuff about the shallows and the dunge. You know, those airport books, people who kind of purport to tell you the true story of aliens landing the world and burying the Ark of the Covenant in under the Holy Grail. You know, Don't those know kinds of things. know what you're talking about, Mike. Never well, thought. they're sort of... They, they're, history books. They, yeah, they pose... <laughs> yes, they... Yeah, I know what you mean. ...pose as history books, but they're really sensationalist.
2: Don't be silly. Yeah, there's quite yeah. there's quite Real.
0: a lot of that. There's quite a lot of populist literature around the dunge and history and the city, but also some, you know, respectable stuff. On the desk, one of those books is open. Mm-hmm. One page of it has been pulled out and the mindflayer Zerkzog is the mindflayer's name by the way for future reference. Mm-hmm. Zerkzog. Zerkzog. with a z Z Y R X O G. If I recall correctly, it looks like. I mean, it's difficult to work out. You don't know what his handwriting looks like. Well, actually, you do know what his handwriting looks like because you've seen that we've we've had the saw note. the little scrap of paper in Tylarkin's yeah. study. He has circled a word in a passage. I'll read you the passage. I am certain that there was once a great ocean west of the hinterlands, and one can only wonder at the magnitude of the cataclysm that left us with what we see now. Whatever destruction there was is so remote in time that we only see its weathered remnants towering cliffs, and a seemingly boundless, verdant landscape beyond. I know other academics disagree, but this is my view. What most can agree on is that some 2,000 years ago, the Great Valley was populated by a race of beings under the rule of some malignant entity. It has been suggested that there was something in the nature of these people, some flaw, that made them willing subjects and allies of this being. I think this has been roundly discredited by our experience of those few individuals from the lands that wait that we have been able to productively interact with. The potential for evil and good lies in us all. It now seems clear that these people were dominated and drawn away from their peaceful companions and made thralls of this entity and the word thralls has been underlined and circled. No firm record of this entity remains, though variants of the name Cheuth recur in the scant evidence we have. Whatever this being is no longer among us, the wheel of days has turned for the time being and its empire of evil has fallen from memory. Now we are left with to borrow a phrase from above it's weathered remnants a legacy of enmity mistrust and evil that blights us and our city so that's what you found on the desk it's just sitting there clearly it was significant enough for Zookzog to have specifically pulled it out of whatever original volume it It was was from and have it kind of yeah and he's underlined and circled the Mm -hmm. word thralls okay Uh, can you that's kind
2: of it the locked
0: chest.
2: Yes. I have thieves, picks and tools. Oh no, this is the rule we don't remember.
0: As always, you'll
2: roll high enough for us not to have to look it up. So 11 plus my proficiency bonus doubled will give me 17. 17 is not enough. The chest
0: resists your attempts to open it. Can I have another go? Yeah, you can have another go. Okay, so I'm going to roll... There's going to be a certain point where your repeated application of the same skills is redundant. Oh uh, well, that'll
2: be twenty-seven.
0: Okay, second attempt. Second time's the charm, or is it third time's the charm? Anyway, whatever it Click. is, it clicks open. I'm not saying you've opened it. I'm just saying that you've clicked the lock open. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to kind of open
2: it by <coughs> stand to one side and kind of try and flip it open with my, you know, lift it open with the rapier. So it's I'm standing away from it as I open it. Yeah.
0: Okay. You swing it open, so you're not directly looking into it as the, yeah as the lid swings open. -hmm. I presume you're then peeking in so you can see what's in there. Yes. Okay. There's a couple of things. First of all, there looks like there's a bag in there, and it's tipped over on its side, and some coins are coming out of it. Mm Hmm. In fact, there's multiple bags. They bulge with coins, and there's another bag that's tipped over, and some gems have spilled out of it. I wonder
3: what I've done with my gems.
0: There's a kind of sheaf of papers. There's like a there's like a notebook and some other loose papers bound together with a piece of cord stuffed down the side of the, the bags with money and gems mm-hmm. in. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's what you can see. Okay.
2: I shall retrieve them and I will okay. take them back into the giant room and wait for the others to...
0: Sure. Is
2: there anything else Is there anything else in the room that I haven't... doesn't look that there's much else
0: of much significance. It just looks like a, a study.
2: All right. I will then go back into the giant room and depending on how much time I've got, I want to search further of the giant room, up and down by the
0: pool. Yeah, there's nothing really in the giant room. There are some organisms of some sort in the big pool. Yeah, they sort of flibble about. Yeah, they might be like little mind tadpoles, basically. Yeah. They may be worth some money if you could find the right person to sell them to. It's a difficult one. There's nothing else. There's no other real features in this chamber. Okay. Well, I think... Presumably, Eligos
4: might give us something for them.
2: Yeah, no, I think the papers and all this kind of stuff... That might be a stretch. I think the papers and stuff is going to go to Eligos. The gems and the coins, I think, we'll distribute. Probably should
1: kind of have a look at what the papers say before we give them to Eligos.
2: Yeah, well, you can, if you want. Mm
0: -hmm. I mean, the guys are are hanging around. Why don't we have a look? I mean, there's a couple of things which I'll tell you about. First of all, the, the book looks like some kind of ledger. It's not particularly interesting. It's written in Zirkzog's sort of weird spider not spidery, tentacly hand. Mm-hmm. It looks like it's purchases. It looks like he's a dealer in The Strange and Unusual. Mm-hmm. It looks like he acquires odd mm-hmm. artifacts and potentially sells them on. You can sort of see the occasional entry, but you can't really decipher much. He seems to use a shorthand for everything. And the names of the people are not transparent to you; they're just some sort of shorthand or code or whatever. Okay. On the other hand, a couple of the papers that are bound up with the ledger—they're a bit more easy to um, decipher, simply mm-hmm. because one of them is written in common, in a standard hand. Oh, quite a quite a flamboyant, confident hand. It says—it's just a little scrap. It's like a note to, you presume, to Zirxok or whatever. You're not sure it doesn't say. It just says, Thank you for your assistance with acquiring the Apostolic Scrolls. Your loyalty and fair dealing will be remembered in the coming times. I have a further task for you. A number of individuals have caused my friends much distress and inconvenience in (laughs) Diamond Lake. My spies tell me that they are now set to visit the city. I am tired of their meddling and wish them disposed of. I shall send Okoral with the details. Do me this service, and I shall reward you with the same fee as for the scrolls. And it's signed with a stylized R initial that's made from a, um, an up-pointing sword, a dagger, and a shield. Mm-hmm. And Alessandro, do you want to make an intelligence check if you read that piece of paper?
2: Yep. 15.
0: You recognize the names, since you're an even-star local. The stylized R is the signature, as it were the mark of somebody called Loris Rachnian who is the master of games for the city of Evenstar, so a very highly placed civic official. This Loris Rachnian is very flamboyant and confident, and is very popular with the general population because of bread and circuses, mm-hmm. and is very popular with the civic administration of Evenstar because his entertainments keep the population happy. Mm-hmm. Ocaral, the other name, is... Rachnian's head of security so that all kind of fits together
4: how do you spell okural okay
0: okay and then there's another note this note it's self-explanatory it says master we have located the small minds and they approach the city even now we shall implant one of our number among them two if the opportunity presents itself and lure them to the hold there we shall destroy them or feed their minds to the apparatus one of their number is connected to Sevriana, his mind would be most valuable, and I shall make every effort to collect it. Okay,
2: so, so Sevriana. Who was Sevriana?
3: Sevriana is, Severiana?
2: Severiana is, is um, Cuthbert's grandmother.
3: Oh. Okay, so we know who has been moving against us in the shadows, as it were.
0: Yeah, I mean, it looks like that note is a note from Telarkin, the doppelganger, to his master. It looks like it's basically an answer to the note that you found in Larkin's possession. Mm-hmm. The other note looks like it kind of kills two pieces of information, in fact, more than two pieces of information, but clearly there's somebody at the top of all of this who is being nasty to you. Or want, well, once you've gone, that is basically it. There are 950 copper pieces in one sack, mm-hmm. 220 silver pieces in another, 300 gold pieces in another sack, 25 platinum pieces in a fourth sack, and the fifth bag contains loose gemstones totaling fifteen hundred gold pieces in value. Oh, nice! Mm. Searching anywhere else? Um, Do we know? This the museum. Friend guide, storyteller. Are you museum, searching possibly. Anyone else? I will search the mind flare. Ah, on the mind flare. Well, <laughs> when you search the mind flare, first thing you find is a key, Paul, to the chest. Yeah, it looks like it fits that chest. <laughs> <laughs> what else do you find? Uh, the Mind Flayer has got a weird bottle in his possession. It's made of three joined spheres of glass with a flat bottom, so it would stand up on a surface, and a stopper. It looks like it's just like a three-dose bottle of something, and one, it's down to it. Only two spheres are now full of liquid. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Mm -hmm. Yeah. He is wearing boots of the elven kind. We're not going to get into all of this, whatever. Uh The red hot iron rod that you were all fixated with and then forgot Mm -hmm. about uh, (laughs) is a metamagic rod. It's useful in the hands of a spellcaster. It requires attunement, has three charges. When you use it, you can expend a charge to apply the metamagic option Empowered Spell, which is like a sorcerer. Yeah. sorcery yeah. point thing the bottle is a potion of flying with two doses remaining that's what you find on the mind flare and that is basically the interesting stuff in this chamber okay okay marvellous thank you very much indeed for the rest of you your four hours passed with that incident obviously you're just desperate to do stuff because you want to start you know doing stuff did you say empowered yes empowered what would you like to do now roll well, for the magic okay
2: mm. should
0: we do the museum first yes yes we should Nothing else interrupts your rest. so. Right. I
2: think there are two places to investigate, which is the museum room and the water where the Naga came out of, because that had some shiny stuff in it as well.
4: Yes. And we need to have another look at the pool in the scrying room, where I have my vision. And I'm assuming that the museum is going to... Checking the museum is going to trigger the
2: statue... I don't think it necessarily who, will. Who has? It's um, possible, though, isn't it? We
1: should be prepared for that to happen. Who has damaging spells?
2: Um,
4: <sighs> sort of. At the end of the eight hours, what's happened to these three wasted
0: creatures? They just stand around in docile inactivity. Right. They look like their minds have been frazzled.
4: Concessions make some kind of insight check to see if this is a a permanent effect that is befallen them or is it something that would wear off after a while or it's no harm in rolling Could a me
1: got in the medicine a skill i've got a bit of medicine skill
5: i've got plus two medicine
0: yeah absolutely plus five medicine even. feel free to roll as many sessions gets a as as 19 as well. yeah okay i mean i think that's will. it'll tell you what yeah. you need to know because obviously yeah. your knowledge is bounded you don't think there's anything to say that it's necessarily permanent but nothing springs to mind as to how you would start to fix things beyond using magic obviously yeah a lesser restoration or something right healing magic restorative magic may be effective or maybe not Hmm. or there might be other recourses but certainly you feel that there's little indication that this effect is going to wear off by itself over time
4: right so basically we can just leave them there hanging around until we've dealt with the museum presumably after this we're going to go back to Elegos we can take them with us and of course his house is getting quite crowded if you Yeah. It. Yeah. Well that's
0: presumably
5: Has anybody stuck a straw no, up the nostril of the straw. statue I can't remember. You
0: if. did. You s- stuck a straw up the nostril of the <laughs> statue and the indication was that it was if that was the uh, deciding point that it was a statue.
1: <laughs> As it's talking it about it didn't the statue a- in the museum yeah
0: it didn't have a nasal passage Yeah, i think you've looked and i think you've tinkered with it but you've not i think you were very careful to say that you hadn't touched the statue so you know mm. make of that what you will you've been very clear that you've not touched the statue and you've not touched any of the display cabinets but you do know that there is a magical aura on the statue and in fact across the whole room abdurative transmutative all sorts of things are going on there and then, of course, the contents of the cabinets, which we're not going to run through again until you you know interact with them. If uh, you ever
5: do, try tying, the, uh, putting a rope around the statue, tying it up in case it animates. Oh, that's a good idea. Okay. Yeah. Sure. Okay, I'll do that.
0: Be very specific. Who's doing that, and where are they standing when they do it, and where is everybody else when you do that?
5: How, we've yeah. done a long rest, right?
0: Yes, you've done a long rest.
5: Okay. I will go into this room. The I museum room.
0: I'll watch from the ramp. Remember it's difficult round
1: going up that ramp. Purple will watch from the top of the stairs. Oh that's a good idea to be on that side. Yeah. 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 I like that side. I'm gonna join Bud the ball, but I suggest we do the, the
4: following. I suggest yeah. we place the rope round the base of the statue. What are we doing with the and um And then lift it up together one on each side and then tighten the rope together? So that the first time it touches the statue, we're actually pulling hard on both ends of the rope. Remind me, Mike, the statue radiates
0: magic, right? It does radiate magic, all sorts of different auras. And the whole room, in fact, radiates magic, which seems to be sort of connected to the aura around the statue and the display cases.
5: Well, we're doing as Lucas suggested, sort of wrapping the...
4: I'll take one side of this bundle of rope and we will take the other, and then we'll lift it up to around the elbows to lower arms of, where, of the statue, and then we'll pull it tight and then
0: tie it up. Okay, stuff happens when you do that. I mean, as you yeah. as you probably guessed. At what point? Okay, the word that I'm referring to is the word disturbed. So I think that you looping some rope around the base of the statue, I think you lifting a loop around the statue but not touching it, Mm. or even drawing it in a bit, it's fine. But the moment that you pull your rope tight, as it were, and constrict the statue, something happens. Yeah. What happens is that you summon a couple of things into the room with you. Ah. Okay. And they look like the statue, as it will not be uh, in the least bit surprising. Exactly. There the, statue are two of them. Statue. the statue
5: itself remains a statue.
0: <laughs> the statue itself remains a statue. On either side of it appear. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, I know. Yeah. It's just <laughs> fantastic, isn't it?
1: Excellent. and uh, mists up the door. Nail it shut. Yeah. Shit. Uh, what are those?
0: Well, I'll,
4: I'll Sorry, I just, I to just you. love being true to form. The they, they appear and attack. <laughs>
0: Let me give you a quick description.
4: Oh, Sigh.
0: They are savage-looking, avian creatures. Yeah. Vulture-headed humanoids with large, feathery wings, razor-sharp talons at the end of avian digits.
5: Type 1 demons. Now called Vrocks or something.
0: Mm-hmm. Yep. The first thing that happens is that one of them screeches. Can both... Bugraft, and Parker, yeah. and 1020, uh, and Burple. I'm just doing a bit of range counting here. And Alessandra and Sessions. Can all of you, please, make a DC-14 Constitution set? I knew
3: you were gonna going to say Constitution.
0: just always Constitution.
3: Always going to, you know, I'm not good at Constitution, Michael.
0: <laughs>
3: I is, it is, it is, it
5: something, is it
0: frightening? It is not a frightening effect. Oh, damn. I mean, it's terrifying, but it's not, uh, you
3: know. Is it. Uh, is it. Is it a
0: charm uh, of any type? Let's find out when we fail. No, it's not a charm effect. It is not a frightening effect. How do we get on with our saving throws? Is Let's it necrotic
3: through. damage?
0: Nope, it's not damage. Why don't oh. we roll the dice? Uh oh. Okay. I don't Oops. want to. Okay. What's <laughs> it, <deep>? oh.
3: <laughs> okay. Rolling, rolling, getting a. Getting a. Okay, session fail. Obviously, there we go. 16! I hate 16. that noise,
0: Graham. 17, <laughs> <Yeah>. 15. So, <laughs> oh, Parker <laughs> saves. Purple right failed. Yes. Purple fails, Alessandra fails. We're in a new session. Would you like to use your aught dice to give yourselves another chance? Yes, I'll use my Oort dice. Okay, you roll the d20 again, add a d6. Oh dear, oh dear, oh dear, oh dear. 6. Six. Six. Rolling the Ds. Well, <laughs> you can't get 12. getting do. a 12. 12 in total is not enough. No. And Alessandra, are you using your Aught Dice? I think I shall. Okay. Yeah. I'm going to roll yeah. the dice yeah. again.
2: Leaving me is the only one who fails. Getting ooh, 11 plus yeah. 3 Leaving is, is the only 14.
0: Brilliant. So I'll get a... What do I need? That's it. You're done. 14 was what you needed. So you don't yep. need to roll the D6. You're done. Yep. Sigh. Uh, Purple, you are stunned. You're not sure for how long. Stunned. Okay. A stunned creature is incapacitated, See, can't, can, move, just can't move, can't, can, can speak, speak only, only
3: falteringly. For- A creature automatically fails strength and dexterity saving throws. Attack, Attack rolls against, against the creature, against have, creature advantage. have advantage. Incapacitated. Yeah, an incapacitated creature can't take actions or reactions.
0: Yeah, so basically it's not great. <laughs>
3: I can only speak falteringly. That's basically all I can do. <laughs> that's all you do anyway. <laughs> well, yeah, that's true. Let's I can resolve what happens. Falter.
0: Let's talk about the other one. The other one releases a cloud of spores. Jeez. Awesome. Yes, of course. Now Around that I'm paralyzed it. and unable to do anything. But the cloud Marvelous. of spores <sighs> does not reach you, Burple. It oh, okay. only affects Parker and Bugraft. <sighs> yes. Parker and Bugraft. <laughs> um, can you can you make more, please? Yeah. Uh, DC 14 Constitution Saving Throws. And this uh,
5: Is this frightened at all
0: this time? No, hour? it's a poisoning effect if you've got any kind of... Poison, um, our favourite
2: condition.
5: No. Um, so I get plus five on uh, my roll as well. 19, so I save.
0: Okay, so you make it, but Parker, you rolled a... Constitution, did you say? Constitution, yeah. So
4: 10. No, that wouldn't be... Hang on, hang on. Do I use my Aort Dice for this? Yes, I use my Aort Dice. dice. I want to make the save.
5: Jesus. Oh dear.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Just give up. (laughs) Even with a D6, that's not going to make it. So you are poisoned, Uh, uh, Parker. And you've got disadvantage on attack rolls and ability checks. You're sort of coughing, Uh, reeling. And we will have uh, initiative. Yay. <sighs> right. Just give me the numbers as we go round. Of course, for the initiative, I
4: roll high enough. 17.
0: Okay. Got 19 for Buggy. 19 for Uncle Buggy. 9 for Purple. Alessandra gets a rocking 7. Sessions gets 21. Okay, let's sort the board and start with Sessions on 21. It's your action. These things are sort of scree well, obviously screeching, looking belligerent, looking like they want to try and eat Parker and Bug And the um
1: the the cloud effect, what did that seem to be? Well, it looks like Poison. spores of some sort. Decisions decisions.
0: Um This is the kind of sharp, immediate response that <laughs> yeah. they were hoping for. <laughs> exactly. That's just
1: <laughs> what we're looking for. Okay, I'm gonna cast bless mm. on the three people i within range ranges oh hang on Might have to shuffle forward i shuffle a bit forward to uh, ensure that i can get uncle buggy so i'll do buggy parker and burple yes with with a bless
0: spell so they get a d4 extra on attack rolls and saving throws they do You're aware I'm incapacitated and can't do anything,
1: yeah? Won't you get another saving throw at some point? Uh, maybe. And then I will shuffle myself back to a suitable position, sort of
5: at the bottom of the stairs, out the way.
0: Bugraft on 19.
5: Um, This thing is
1: looming
0: over you in so many ways.
5: I'm going to cast a Protection from Evil on myself. If it's a Fiend... Mm-hmm. I'm guessing aberration, mm-hmm. celestial, elemental, fae, fiends, undead get a disadvantage on attack rolls.
0: Gotcha. Thank I can't
5: charm, fright, possessed.
0: Yes, understood. E-
5: and then I'm going to, as a bonus action, I'm going to rage.
0: Yes. Brr-
5: and then I'm going to take out my great axe, and that's it.
0: Parker on seventeen. You take the following poison damage at the beginning of your go.
4: Mm-hmm.
0: You take a D10 poison damage nine points of poison damage. What would you like to do during your poisoned action? I
4: will do a Fist of Unbroken Air on this creature. It needs to make a DC 13 strength saving throw.
0: It rolls a three. It fails that saving throw. Lovely. It
4: takes 3d10 of damage. 3d10 of damage. 11 points of damage. And I, I can do another d10 of damage. Oh, lovely, a 21 points of damage.
0: Yes, that seems to visibly I shake it. Push the creature
4: up to 20 feet away and knock it prone. So, I so are you push... knocking
0: it over on its arse straight in yeah. front of you or are you slamming it into the wall behind it?
4: Uh, is there a cabinet in the wall behind it? It's... Yeah,
0: nice big glass cabinet full of stuff. Just down in front of me. It's pushed five feet away from you yeah, and it and just it's... reels back and it's knocked back on its heels, Yeah. lying on the ground, hissing at you. Yeah. At the end of your turn, you can make another DC 14 constitution save to remove the poison effect.
4: Plus 1d4 for the bless.
0: Oh, it's a natural 20. Yes, a natural 20, and you are fine. You have ended the effect on yourself, and it's It's them. Just in time, it's them. One of them is on Bugraft. It's going to attack Bugraft. It is going to emit spores. Can both Parker and Bugraft make DC 14 constitution saves again, please?
5: 22.
0: Save from Bugraft. Uh, 12 plus 3 is 15 that's the same and then the one that was knocked down has got to stand up it uses 15 feet of its movement to stand up
5: Mm -hmm.
0: and then it attacks Bugraft who it's next to
5: at disadvantage
0: first attack with its beak hits armor class 16 Mm. and then the Talon's first Talon is a 1 and ends its round it would have to gamble I don't think it's got the brain to gamble around critical fumble cards and all of that rubbish and we move on to Burple on 9 Burple You are fine. Oh, really? As soon as these creatures have ended their actions, you are fine.
3: Ah, so I will require, in that case, a wisdom save, DC 14, from the nearest creature, please.
0: Uh, rolling a 17 and saving. Cocking arse. Of course he does. It's the saving yeah, that's
1: throw.
3: that's my fourth level spell. Thank you. Well, there we are. And then oh, I'll, I'll the back beautiful. away a little bit. I'll back away, like, uh, just next to Sessions.
0: Down the stairs. Back into the laboratory a bit. Alessandra on seven.
2: Alessandra on seven is going to do a crossbow attack on the one that Parker damaged. Balm. That's fucking awful, isn't
0: it? Yeah, that looks like a miss. Sessions on 21.
1: I think I'll um, nip to where I can see the one that's on Parker fling yeah. my tumbling dice at it.
0: Does it make a saving throw? Yes. Mm-hmm. It rolls a three. That's a fail. Has it been wounded? It has been wounded. I'm just checking that it doesn't have... Okay, Yep. Yeah, go for it. Um, oh, no, here we go. I thought so. It has advantage on saves against spells. So I'll oh, rolling. okay. It... Fails that save anyway. So how much damage was that?
1: 13 points of damage.
0: It's looking not great. Bugraft on 9... i am I might take my bonus Sorry.
1: action. And I'll invoke the crushing coin, and I'll just give it a swing.
0: Try and crash your magical coin into its feathery hide.
1: oh 14. 14
0: is a miss. And it is Bugraft on 9. And then I'll just
1: move myself back next to purple.
5: Sure. I'm going to attack with my great axe. On the, the one, one that, that was the one that's been wounded yeah. yeah first attack 15 is that a hit 15 is a hit okay I do oh that's pretty S- good 16 points of damage 2 of which is cold
0: it's a magical weapon am I right yes this thing looks quite solidly bloodied now
5: and the second attack uh, 19
0: There's another hit
5: Four. come on, Jules. 14 points of damage
0: this thing's looking like it's been rocked back
5: I just realised something. Uh, <laughs> oh. When I start raging, <laughs> my concentration—I can't concentrate on spells. So that was a stupid thing. So I don't have protection from evil anymore.
0: Oh, you raged in the same round that you cast protection from evil, right? Okay, so you didn't have. Okay, well we'll worry about it later. Parker on I seventeen. You think you know someone? You think? I mean, he came to my wedding. We yeah. do know him. Well, do you know what I mean? No, I thought I knew. Up to own up. Yeah, I thought I knew him, and then yeah. one day Thanks, turns out Thanks. that everything you. Everything you thought was a lie. was yeah, yeah. that my wedding. <laughs> was he? Yeah. yeah. I didn't see him. Was I? <laughs> Parker on 17.
4: Um, Parker. Which of these two creatures... Parker the bear. What? Which of these which two creatures looks more bloodied?
0: Well, one of them looks the one... bloodied and the other one looks completely unharmed.
4: Oh, hold on. Oh, we both attacked the same one.
0: You've all been attacking the one that right, you knocked okay. over.
4: Sorry, I didn't realise I thought that my graph was oh, I'm sorry, that. I thought we'd started. Okay, so I'll start on the one... That I've attacked and we'll just start hitting it
3: Let's start hitting it what
4: are you hitting it with
3: a handbag first of all with shillelagh
4: Yes, that's a 19 going a to be at least a 24 yeah. as a hit Six points of damage. Yep second attack is ooh, oh, ooh,
1: Critical Do oh, you I gotcha. want to gamble? don't want to gamble Remember, you can add your d4 yeah, if you wanted you to mean? gamble. Well, no, blessed. no,
4: no, no, no. I'm, I'm just more effective because I can do... It does 3d8 plus 2, so...
0: Yes, yeah, just suck all the fun out of the entire Yes, I right don't
4: D, know. Okay. 15 points of damage.
0: You just put your fist through it and it just goes... Boom, its legs go wibbly-wobbly, like the knees go all over the place.
4: Lovely. And then and we'll... its
0: neck wibbles about and it just goes... <laughs> in a little cloud of silvery magical motes.
4: Right. Well, we'll continue the attacking oh, then yeah. on the one it's next. Right. We'll the continue other one. to suck all yes. the
0: joy out of the. Encounter. Yes, of
4: course. Yes. Yeah.
0: <laughs> My right. relentless well, I'm mathematical calculation here. Come
4: on. <laughs> Twenty in total.
0: I'm tempted to move his armor class upwards to make that a miss, but I can't. So that would be the unarmed. It looks sh- at you and it says, "You have sucked all of eight the magical joy." <laughs> Another eight points of damage.
4: Yep. Okay. And Butcher. the final roll from the Flurry of Blows is a oh, nine plus six is 15. That's a
0: hit. Yeah. Five points of damage. Okay. So you've wounded it a bit. Yeah. Uh, and I hope you're proud of yourself. It, yes. in turn, <laughs> wellies into you. First attack with its beak. Rolls an 18, hits armor class 24. That is a hit. Yes. Doing eight points of piercing damage. And then it attacks you with its two claws.
4: Oh, blimey, it's got more than... First okay.
0: attack. Uh misses. Second attack. the two rolls an 18, hitting armor class 24. It's another hit, and this does a bit more damage. Oh, this please. does slashing a damage, bit, it does more. a total of 17 points of slashing damage. Ooch. And it goes... <laughs> <laughs> and then... Good noise. Purple is your action on nine.
3: Well, Burple will uh, shimmy up the stairs and shoot it with his hand crossbow. (laughs)
0: Okay. Yep.
3: Um, Is there a a hit bonus from the bless?
0: Yeah, D4. D4? Hitting a
3: four,
2: I think. Two. Not enough. And
3: then he will shimmy back down the stairs
2: again. (laughs) Okay, and then Alessandra on seven. Alessandra's going to move up. Crossbow attack. Hitting armor class 25. Yep, solid. Doing
5: as a rock. (laughs)
2: 8 points of damage and then a further 13, so that's 21 points of damage and then is going to disengage and move back Oh, but a spring attackage
1: Bit of spring attackage. Sessions on twenty-one. I'll edge my way up the stairs to the point at which I can just see it. It's just looming over everybody in that museum room. Just this giant
0: thing. It's just too big to be in there. If you see what I mean? It's just
1: huge. Then I will swing the crushing coin down. That's it. That's my bonus action.
0: Yeah. Oh, it's a twenty. Do you want to roll? Do You want to gamble, sessions? I always gamble. Okay. So roll again. You got your. You never know your
1: luck. <laughs> thirteen. Is a miss, I'm afraid. <sighs> Four points of damage. I mean that's disappointing. Not, you know. And I that will... is pretty disappointing. Ah oh, you know what? What? I'm gonna use my luck. What? To re roll okay. my critical confirmation. Uh, I don't think uh,
0: can you go back
1: beyond one dice roll? Oh sod it, of course. The can. confirmation,
0: Why? isn't it? Yeah? Yes, but I mean you've rolled the damage. Okay, okay well yeah, I don't exactly.
3: You rolled the damage.
0: I yeah, mean Yeah you rolled that damage. Okay, Fine. let's move on. Nice, Na- Sorry, Nasty Try Mike. Try Nasty Nasty Mike. Mike's back. Thanks, Dan, for putting me back on. That. That. I'm yeah. going to give him a bit yeah. of tumbling no, I'll dice. I'll
3: keep you honest, Mike. You, you can trust me. Don't worry.
1: <laughs> bit of tumbling yeah. dice on it. Can't trust you,
0: Dan. You can't trust Sessions with his Dance? spirit guardians and his projected image, and you can't trust We know that. We can't trust Dan because he's scaly. Saving Johnny with his
1: rage and Saving his throw? concentration spells. Hot
0: kettle, uh, white There
2: <laughs>
1: we go. <laughs> um, <laughs> rolling a two. Oh, Fuck. <laughs> and, and the tumbling dice crashes down for another 13 points of damage. Nice. Ooh,
0: okay. It's solidly bloodied now and we move on to Bugraft on 19. Oh, no, sorry. I right... shuffle back to the bottom of the stairs. Sessions, the person with just the most actions in any round
1: always. Uh, Bugraft?
3: Bugraft has fallen asleep again.
1: Johnny wakes up. we say treasure room loud enough, he'll wake up.
3: <laughs> Johnny? Johnny.
1: Arrara. Arrara.
3: I'm sorry.
5: I'm going to attack it yes. with the Great Axe. Is I it a hit? And a In D4? 16. Oh, okay. um, uh, oh my
0: 20 God. point Okay, it just goes... Yeah, kind of staggers.
5: And uh, an 8... plus 1 D4 is not, not going hit, hit anyway. anyway. No. And...
0: Yeah. Uh, and it's parker. Arrara. This thing is now like it's not long for this plane. Chance to finish this thing off. It's really. Yes,
4: he will try. Be very boring for you. Mm. 15. Uh, this nice um, mechanical be... process continues. Yeah. Yes, it's a hit. Mechanical a
0: process hit. doing yes. first one. Us nothing. Just give us the bare number. no description of around... it. Yes.
4: <laughs> Rolling a 3, 4, a 6
0: six digits on the digital damage <laughs> calculation system. Second
4: attack is an 18, which I... 18, understand. yes.
0: That's <laughs> enough to breach the attack threshold as applied to the monster. <laughs> 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 That'll
4: be eight points of damage.
0: Yes, and you successfully turn it into an inert object and Lovely. it dissipates from this plane of existence. Uh-ha.
4: Hurrah!
0: Goes, <laughs> explodes in a big ball of feathers great where's the magic what
3: in what would you have me do what way
0: right what would you like to do these things have been defeated they they dissipate when you destroy them we would like to uh, take all the magic and run away inventory (laughs) the magic inventory the magic okay well i mean if it is magic i will tell you what you have somebody got a pen and paper right so we have boots of the elven kind Yes, you've got the the Metamagic Rod of Spell Empowerment. Yeah. You've got two doses of Potion of Flying in a bottle. Yeah. That's what you found on Zerkzog. Yeah. Potion of Flying. I'm going to save you time. You've covered pretty much the rest of this complex of rooms. Yeah. You already explored swum down in the Naga Pool and found the little sapphire, which is the elemental gem. Do you recall? Mm Mm-hmm the elemental gem i have i don't remember if you distributed or what you've done but i just wanted to just catch you up so that you were and you found some stuff you found a mace and you found um, some armor on the priestess that summoned the weird creature earlier
5: i've got the scale mail or in my bag of holding anyway
0: fine so that's all done and i can save you some time you have not missed anything in those other areas so we can just now let's talk about the museum yeah the museum has got loads of stuff in it i mean really loads of stuff in it Right. I will go through and I will tell you everything that you can know about these things by spending a little bit of time with them. So you mm-hmm. take magics, yeah, all that of that stuff. stuff. Yeah, absolutely. The magical aura around the statue that seemed to be linking the statue with the room and the thing that's now dissipated. Cool. So you can feel pretty right. confident that that was a magical trigger effect that mm-hmm. summoned or conjured these two creatures.
3: Yeah. Okay. I reckon it was a magical trigger
0: effect.
5: Yep. Yeah, me too. Did, Did it summon the creatures? You think.
0: There is the preserved head of a juvenile black dragon. The eyes are glowing a faint green. You think it is of curiosity value only. And in terms of financial value, I mean, you wouldn't know looking at it. But it doesn't seem to have any practical or magical application other than what it is. It's like a decorative thing. Okay. There is also an odd black metal cage covered in thorns with nothing inside. It's not magical. Again the struggle to find a financial value for it. There is a magical dagger, a plus one dagger, lying on a large velvet pillow. The velvet pillow is not magical. Okay. Case number two, the top shelf, there are four blank books labelled Unspeakable Tome and the books themselves are non-magical and they are blank. There is behind them, hidden, a magical book with a black leather cover that is unmarked and untitled. You cannot tell what magical effect the book has.
5: Book of Vile Darkness.
0: Even spending some time... The God Book you. of Vile Darkness you've heard of. The Book of it's Vile Darkness is a, is a legendarily rare artifact of extreme mm. power. Mm. It could be the Book of Vile Darkness. There's only one.
5: Mm.
0: Or it could be something else. But trying to attune with it, trying to sit with it, trying to determine its magical effect, it all comes up blank. You just feel like you just got to open the thing and read it. Okay. There is a bronze griffin figurine of wondrous power. Oh. There are four jars, each containing the preserved eye stalk of a beholder. They may have some financial value, again, really only as curiosities. Or potentially as spell components, if in the right circumstances. Case number three. The statue of a pseudo-dragon you think actually is a pseudo-dragon that's been turned to stone. Okay. The top shelf contains a stuffed doll of burple herpish.
3: Hmm
0: pierced with 20 spikes or spines some sort of organic spines from a monster or creature or something
3: is it magical no okay Mm Mm-hmm.
1: that's a bit scary yeah
0: there is a four inch thick tome wrapped in chains sitting next to the doll the tome is animated it's trying to escape the chains if you can get it to sit still for long enough you can't determine if it has any other properties but it feels like it's got a strong, evil, magical aura. Yeah. On the bottom shelf, there is a scimitar.
4: Yeah. This is going to have to be Sailor of the Century Christmas
0: Edition or something.
5: <laughs> mm, well, there's a lot of guff in there. It's
0: a plus one scimitar. Yeah. When you are attuned to it, your hit point maximum increases by one for every level you have attained. Okay. It's mm, mm. quite nice. Yeah. And finally, there is a periapt of health. I think that's what it's called. The thing which stops you being affected by diseases. Okay. And those are the results of the Norwegian jury.
5: How are we gonna roll for magic, dare I ask?
0: Well let's let's get into that in a bit. The only things that you've not fully interacted with are the scrying room with the pool and the brain room, which obviously you've just sort of shuffled through. What would you like to do? Are you gonna hang around? Are you gonna interact with anything or are you gonna leave? Are you gonna divide your spoils here? You're gonna to head to see I don't know what you want what do you want to do? Spoils. Well well, there's another two rooms. I've uh, not got have any really magic
1: in. Really? Oh that? We should check the scrying room in the laboratory on the
3: Yeah. So the scrying room is less threatening. I'll detect magic in there.
1: There's
0: a strong divination aura on the pool. I assume when I go and look back at the When st- you go back into that room, Parker, if you do, there is no instant. I don't vision get a second. Look, look at inch, it. No. Yeah.
3: Any other magic traces in that room? No. Search it physically. Nothing. Okay. Has the
5: mind Flare got a, a weird buckle on his belt? Yes. I'm going to take that. It's the
0: tentacle. It's its symbol. It's Zirkzog's personal sigil. Yeah,
5: signal. I'll take that.
0: Okay. Mm. Anybody else going to do anything with the scrying pool?
1: Well, we could have another look, I suppose. See if someone else sees something different. Yeah, I'll
0: have a look in it. Okay. I mean, you're the first person other than Parker to look in
1: it, and it's oh, just okay. a pool, if you stand there and look at it. Kay. There are benches on the walls. Are you supposed to sit on the bench and look into it? Yeah, I'll try that. Try that. If you sit on a bench and look into the pool, Burple, you can see into Larkin's throne room. Right.
0: Oh, right. Mm. It's empty. Nobody's moved in while you were out.
5: Aha! Uh-huh. I'm going to chop off Xerxor's head and stick it in my bag of holding.
0: Yeah, okay. What else have you got in that bag of holding? Now that we know mm. that they're really actually quite small.
5: <laughs> uh, papers. Okay, fine. Uh, adamantine armor.
0: <laughs> a full suit <laughs> of armor. Yeah, you know piano. Yeah. Wolverhampton.
4: <laughs> the next two things we need to do are A divide up the magic and B go back to Elegos and report back effectively.
3: Okay, let's divide up the magic. Mike, over to you with your extremely simple and easy to use system.
0: Yeah. Well, I can't remember the system it's to be honest. Extremely complicated. <laughs> what are you rolling for? What are you not rolling for? I think, I think
3: anything that's not magical we'll put yeah,
0: into to a stick pool to one, and sell side. it. And but yeah. for example, the weird evil book that's chained up. Are you rolling for it? Is that included, no, or are you I... right? Would you like to roll for the weird, mysterious black book? Mm. <laughs> yeah, it's a trick. The one that you can't identify or attune to or understand anything that's about. Evil. It's mm-hmm. not
3: evil, no. It's not evil.
0: <sighs> it we side. don't know
3: what it does, so let's put it to one side.
0: Right. Okay. So your list of magical items are adamantine scale mail, a of spell storing, an elemental gem, a Plus one scimitar with a hit point boost, a plus one dagger, the bronze griffin of wondrous power, the metamagic rod, the boots of the elven kind, the potion of flying. Is that correct? Yes. Yes. I'm now going to tell you how many magic dice you've each got. Burple, you've got ten. Buggy, you've got five. Sessions, you've got four. Alessandra, you've got eight. Parker, you've got five dice each. Who wants to allocate how much to which item? Let's light up the board. <sighs> <sighs> hmm. Mm-hmm. Tricky. I have bids from Alessandra. It is <laughs> tricky. I have bids from Uncle Buggy. Gonna have to hurry. You. Hold on. Still waiting on bids from Sessions. Waiting on bids from Burple. Waiting on bids from Parker has bid. <laughs> I have bids from Sessions and I have bids from Burple. Okay, I have all the bids. Let's. Roll for some magic. Number of dice bid for the scale mail. No dice. Number of dice bid for the mace of spell storing plus one. Four dice from sessions. Sessions wins the mace of spell storing. Yes. With no an what? unopposed roll.
1: Is that the
5: way it works? Yeah. do we Elemental roll gem. He gets 6 four dice? What do
0: you mean extra four dice
5: over and above what?
0: I don't know, the I thought we rolled
5: I thought we rolled and he got more dice or something.
0: No, you roll the dice that you bid. Yeah. You've got a number of dice, you spread them amongst all the items you want to win if you really want to win something you put as many dice as you can against that thing there's not like everybody rolls 10 dice but sessions rolls 14 it's not that's no you only have the dice you have the elemental gem no dice the scimitar two dice were bid by burple alone burple wins the scimitar the plus one dagger got
1: a load of dice
0: (laughs) plus one dagger no bids the figurine of wondrous power buggy bids five dice burple bids six dice let's Roll the dice. <laughs> <laughs> what dice
5: are we rolling? D
1: six. I almost went for figurine. I'm glad I didn't. <laughs>
5: <laughs> nineteen.
0: Total of nineteen for buggy.
5: It's a good roll. Good roll. It's yeah.
1: a very good roll. Perfect. Oh, Twenty. Fuck it. 20 <laughs> that extra dice. The one on the
0: extra dice. Okay, so Burple, with 20, wins the Figurine of Wondrous Power. The Metamagic Rod, there were no bids. It stays in the pot. The Boots of the Elvenkind.
1: Hello. Burple
0: bid, two dice. Alessandra bid, eight dice. Parker bid, four dice. Let's roll those dice. Uh,
4: 46. Not worth it. 14. Right, come on, Alessandra. One's all the way. (laughs) No. Okay.
0: Alessandra no. rolls twenty-six. Alessandra, unsurprisingly, wins the boots of the elven kind. The potion of flying—only one dice was bid, and that was by Parker. Parker gets the potion of flying. Oh,
4: lovely. Okay. Oh, well done. Oh, that was a, thats a consolation prize.
0: Okay. The items that you've not allocated, that nobody bid on, are you sticking it in a sort of general slush pot that you might sell, or
5: yes? Okay.
0: Anything
4: else goes in the pool.
0: Yeah, into Uncle Buggy's backholding.
5: <laughs> yeah, I'll look after it. What do you want to do? Head out. Back to
4: Elagos.
0: The brain room, uh, with the singing and with protection from evil, I am going to be friend guide storyteller and say that you can pass through that room without any ill effect, particularly. You don't encounter any other hostiles. You can track your way through the sewers and emerge into the resonant district. It is about, let's call it 10 in the morning after this extended little session of yours. The streets are, t- are tolerably busy. If you head to Eligos and her house in the Street of Fountains, you get to the gates with the tropical, eternal spring gardens behind them. It's a crisp, late formulary day. The sky is a vault of blue above you. bons Bompa, her elderly manservant, has clearly <laughs> been waiting for you. He hurries up, swings the gates open. Uh oh I must alert my mistress immediately. She said that she must know immediately the moment you arrive. Follow me, follow me, follow me. And he sort of scuttles off up the path. Follow me, follow he you. maintains a kind of constant stream of chatter over his shoulder as he leads you up through the garden, through the main doors, up the sweeping staircase to Eligos' study. He's like, would you like some tea? Can I bring you some sweetmeats? Have you eaten breakfast yet, gentlemen? Uh, and lady, Alessandra? All of the above. Yeah, well, I should organize. Absolutely. <laughs> if you just come this way, uh, he Full ushers English. you into Eligos' study. And she is looking at you very keenly. She says, ah, you have returned. And if you have learnt what I think you may have learnt... We must have a conversation. She's sitting there with the elven girl that you rescued from the caverns with the zombies. The one that seemed Mm -hmm. to be the most kind of mentally present out of them. She kind of gestures to sit down. She says, I have been speaking to this girl. Her name is Gweep Speakweasel. She's blocked out much of her experience, but she had been taken to... She tells me about a chamber with a giant sculpted brain within it. Does that make sense to you? I think she's been in these caverns for weeks. She must have unusual mental fortitude. She was chained up in that room for an awful ordeal, an extended period. But she did overhear a name in a conversation with an entity that she just refers to as the creature. And a visitor to the caves, a human, that she heard the name Ocaral, And that told me everything I need to know. Because Ocaral, uh, Alessandra, you know this shortly, is the head of security for Loris Rachnian, the head of Evenstar Games. And this is the
4: point at which Buggy gets out the uh, the belt thing from the mind flare and sort of
5: throws Andy's it across head. the table.
4: Slaps the letters and the papers down, yeah, and that's
0: right, and plonks
5: So she's very. <laughs> rubbery head with <laughs> a sort of the very t-
0: sort of Mind flayer head, what the papers style. that you retrieved and all that kind yeah. of stuff. Where's yeah. that T? Which <laughs> I'm on my way with the tea. You can hear a kind of rattle of glassware on a tray. And he kind of wanders in. And She pushes the Mind Flayer head aside, sort of in distaste. But she looks through the papers and she just looks sharply up at you when she starts reading through what you have given her by Urd. He has the Apostolic Scrolls. This is a disaster.
3: What are the Apostolic Scrolls?
0: Well, they were written, they were created by Kios himself. Right. So for what purpose? That is not clear to me. I I know little bits here, little bits there. What I do know is that they contain or they are meant to describe the process for creating a gargantuan undead creature called the Ulgostasta, a giant, like an undead, I don't know, an awful undead leviathan, an awful undead worm, perchance. (laughs) All I know is that they are able to swallow their victims create powerful undead within themselves out of those victims' bodies, and then spew them back into the world in enormous numbers. This seals it. I've often wondered about Racklian. This must be investigated. We must find out what he knows, but we must be very careful he is very popular in the city. He was a gladiator. In the arena, she kind of gestures out of the window in the vague direction of the Even Star, the great Evenstar Coliseum. He retired years ago, but he established his power is based on the games of misrule, the games that start at the end of this week. So what do you surmise he has planned? you think he has something planned for those games? He must be connected to Kios. He must be connected to some awful scheme. I'm not sure. We need evidence, but of course we cannot confront him directly. He's too popular. He's too powerful. Hiding in plain sight is probably your safest strategy. We need a way to find out what he is up to. And with that purpose in mind, at which point you hear the clatter of hooves outside the window. And she looks out and she says, oh, he's here, he's here. I have called in a well. You're doing a friend of mine a favour, and my friend is doing me a favour. Let's just drink our tea, and you will sit there in awkward silence while you hear the gates open, then the echo of footsteps inside the building, and then this chap bursts into the room. He's very thin. He's bald as a coot. He's got bright, active, friendly eyes. She says, "This is Garth Southportal, an old acquaintance of mine. He's a merchant, and he's a theatrical agent." Um. <laughs> He has always wanted an opportunity to run a team of gladiators in the oh. Games of Misrule.
2: <laughs> oh, brilliant. And
0: I have organized it so that he may purchase a license. I would say that if we wish to discover what Rachnion is up to and what he is doing inside that Colosseum, that the answer is for you to enter the Games of Misrule as a gladiatorial team. Oh, yeah. For you <laughs> to seek glory, but... Between your bouts, between the rounds of the tourney, to investigate Ragnion and his Coliseum. That is what I think we should do. Uh, we will find out about how you may or may not enter the games, what your fortunes will be in the games, what name you... Pick for your team, should you enter the games, and who you should appoint for your leader next.
2: Week.
0: <laughs> oh, oh, fabulous. Oh. Brilliant.
2: Weehee. <laughs> I vote Buckroft as a leader. <laughs> yeah. <laughs>
0: Billowing Hilltop Podcast is a Billowing Hilltop production. Dungeons and Dragons is a trademark of Wizards of the Coast. The Hall of Harsh Reflections and Age
5: of Worms are copyright Pyzo. The Hall of Harsh Reflections was written by Jason Bullman. Music is from Kevin MacLeod and incompetech.com and is used with thanks under the Creative Commons license. Additional music and sound effects come from the wonderful
0: Sirenscape. All other original material is copyright Bellowing Hilltop. Role playing games are all about getting people together, and we use Roll Twenty as our tabletop. The perfect place to host your game and Discord to host our chat. Thanks for listening.